This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to the podcast for all of the news, notes, and breakdowns for your Ohio State Buckeyes. This is Sons of the Shoe with Nick Wilson and Spencer German. Sons of the Shoe is back. Nick Wilson, Spencer German, and what a day it is, guys, because we're not mucking around today. Please, as always, we are a new podcast. Please make sure to follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Spotify, uh, Stitcher doesn't exist anymore, but the free Odyssey (laughs) app. Uh, And, of course, you can follow us on uh, Not If You've Been Fans' YouTube channel, where you're probably watching this. But today, waste no further time here. The big news out of Columbus, and it has been uh, first reported that Will Howard telling Pete Thamel that he was committing to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Then the Buckeyes uh, Twitter account confirmed that as well with a big boom. So we got the news. Will Howard out of K-State is the brand new Buckeyes starting quarterback. Ari Wasserman saying he will be the starter. There's no competition. He will be the starter. And to talk about Will Howard, to give us the skinny on Will Howard, we're going to invite in here, Spencer, a man who should know him quite well. He is Matt Walters, Kansas State sideline reporter and announcer for K-State Sports Radio Network. Matt, welcome to the show, bud. Hey, gentlemen. Thanks for the invite. Well, it's great to have you. You've got such a great perspective on this. I guess we'll just start at the beginning here. What is Ohio State getting in Will Howard? Um, a, a very good player and a better kid. I, I know he's not a kid, but uh, he is a, a tremendous human being, uh, had a huge impact uh, in Manhattan. And uh, what what's coming to Columbus is um, a, a whale of a kid. I I. You know, it's, it's interesting how all this transpired uh, now over the last month, you know, let's say five weeks, but um, you're, get, you're getting a rock star coming to Columbus. Matt, I'm curious because I think Ohio State fans, um, they're, they're doing sort of like the deep dive on, on Will Howard versus Kyle McCord and stacking the numbers up. And I think the one thing that obviously stands out is that he's more of a mobile quarterback than, than McCord was. 
But passing wise, you got a lot of fans who are like, oh, like, is this guy really that good? Uh, he has less, his stats are worse than McCord's are. And I guess I'm just curious, like, what is your message to the fan base, to people who might be looking at the numbers and saying like, okay, well, that tells the story of him versus the quarterback that they're sort of moving on from here. Well, as, as we're getting set up, I'll tell you what, what went through my mind. And, and in a very short amount of time is, you know, I got a feeling that Buckeye nation is looking down on this because how dare they go to someplace like Kansas state to get their starting quarterback. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, and that's fair. Now living here in the Midwest, my whole life, I, I, I'm happy to share my thoughts on Buckeye nation and what Ohio state football is. Um, <laughs> but be gentle, be with, gentle. With, with that, with that being said, I mean, Ohio state football, it, I mean, it is what it is. Um, there's a reason that the Buckeyes have been so good, but what, what, is coming to Ryan Day's team is a gamer, a leader, a dude, a great human being. He will command the locker room. He will own the locker room. And if he got a little dinged up, um, you know, in, in this last season at K-State, not badly, but all things being equal, I think if he stays healthy, he is a better quarterback than Kyle McCord. Um, uh, you're, you're getting a guy that can latch on to the offense right away. Um, he is, he's, he's a glue guy. Uh, I mean, I can, I can keep going, but you're getting a heck of a guy. I'm, I'm not surprised that it's happening this late because I think, um, I think Will was still waiting to see if he was going to get invited to the Super Bowl. I personally thought he would not go anywhere else and would get into the NFL draft. But because that senior bowl invite didn't come, uh, I think this was the next best option. He talked to USC. I mean, he talked to a million people, Lane Kiffin. Uh, I don't think he would have fit in Oxford whatsoever. Mm -mm. Um, but great landing spot for him, great family. And, uh, again, he's a heck of a quarterback. So one of the the talking points here, you mentioned the stats, you mentioned the injuries. Uh, we we kind of have been selling the mobility, and you know, I I watched a little bit of K State. You know, in, in terms of his mobility, is it functional mobility or is this a guy you can run RPOs with? Like, yep. what level of ability can do offensively with his run game? He he can run it. Um, when when you're a quarterback at K State, not a I'm not saying you guys don't know this, but again, uh, Buckeye Nation, uh, K-State football is better than you think it is. Uh, granted, it has not been the kind of program it's been for 100 years, but since Bill Snyder took over, and granted, I'm talking, let's just say the last 30 years, this has been a program that's climbed um, from being the worst in college football to um, a consistent top 20, top 25 team. When you're a quarterback at K-State, you run the football, period, end of sentence. If you can't run the football, you're not a quarterback at K-State, whether it was Bill Snyder or Chris Kleiman. Um, is he a burner? No. But look at his size. Not the easiest cat in the world to bring down. He can run the RPOs. He can zip it all over the yard. He can make almost every throw. Uh, his offensive coordinator, Colin Klein, should have won the Heisman, got robbed because of Johnny Manziel and the hype train uh, a few years ago. And he's a, he's a prototype of Colin Klein. He's a better passer than Colin Klein, better arm. Uh, he, he can do exactly what needs to be done. 
So I think when it comes to quarterbacks, it's always less about limitations or any stuff like it's more like what are the best situations to put them in. So kind of flip side of that, what are the situations with Will you want to kind of keep him out of to make sure you're getting the most out of him? Well, I don't think you want to run him too much for starters. You don't want him to to carry the mail, I don't know, 15 to 20 times or more than that. Um this, that's a really good question. The situations you want to keep him out of. Um, he's, he's so sharp. Um, he can decipher defenses, you know, a, a defensive coordinator in the big 10 or, or what have you, they're going to have to throw him some different things that, that he hasn't seen. And again, what he's seen in the big 12 of late, is going to be a little different than, than what he'll see um, in the, in the new big 10. Uh, he's, he's going to catch on real quick. Again, he's not, he's not going to labor in terms of, of uh, a lot of defenses. Now, yeah, maybe a, a Michigan can give him some things or, um, you know, incoming Washington might give him some things that, that throw him off, but it's not going to take him long. Again, you're not, you're, you're not getting a recycled quarterback. Okay. You're getting a frontline guy that has the, he, he is he a prototype NFL guy? Yeah, maybe a little shy of that, but because of his size and what he can do, he's going to have a chance to play in the league. Uh, Matt, I'm not as familiar with the full personnel of, of K State that was around Will Howard. Um, I, you know, I've, I've I've caught some of them over the years that he's been there. Like like Nick, I did watch a little bit of the Pop Tart Bowl, which we do want to get to here at the end of this conversation. I think. Don't ask me about trying it because I didn't. It was gross. I wasn't going to do it. Oh, oh we'll man. find about twelve more conversation questions on that one. Um, but I am curious. Like, what do you think the level of just skill players that Ohio State brings to the table for him? Like, how much more do you think that can unlock in his game? given what he's coming from and to what he's joining when you have these top flight recruits like Jeremiah Smith, who's coming in this year, Carnell Tate, Emeka Ibuka, possibly Travion Henderson coming back. Just what do you think that'll do for his game? Ohio State gets more of the five stars, more of the four stars. Um, so those those type of athletes are going to make him better. He did not – no offense to what K-State had this year. K-State had a, a solid receiving court. They don't, they don't have a Marvin Harrison. I don't know really many people that that do. Um, uh, that that's going to help. Uh, he had he had a few more playmakers a year ago, and in the last couple of years than 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 this year. So I mean, okay, when you when you have a lot of the dudes that Ohio State has, that would make you a better quarterback, Spencer. So yeah, um, the yeah, I mean that that's what. I digress a bit, but when you look, when you look at recruiting, okay, yeah, Ohio State, Georgia, Texas, they get different kinds of dudes. But I will I will submit to you that K State is right there when you talk about developing a guy, whatever the position is, K State is right there. I don't know. No offense to Ryan Day and company. How much do I mean? They develop guys. Don't get me wrong, but I think you understand my point. They got guys that are real uh, unrealistic, or that's not the right word. Um, unbelievably gifted. That when they come to Columbus, yeah, they're going to the league. You know that already. They get a little bit better. They get a little bit bigger, stronger, faster, the whole nine yards. But I'm telling you, 
what Kansas State has done over the years is they're a developmental program. They don't have the NIL wherewithal that Ohio State does. They don't have a lot of the things, but they still win eight, nine, ten ball games a year. So um, Will Will Howard is advanced and he's smart. Um, he, he's not the quarterback K-State has now. You know, his backup can – he was the fastest guy on the team. Mm. And Avery Johnson is going to be a dude that you guys are going to watch and maybe a first-round pick before long. But I, I am very happy for Will Howard and um, and what he's going to bring to Buckeye Nation. Matt, I'm going to ask the dreaded two-parter, right? This is what they say in, in broadcasting <laughs> classes, don't do. Um, but I'm curious. I really think you're a better broadcaster just because you are asking it. I, I, I'm snubbing <laughs> in bit. I'm right in big uh, broadcasting's face with this one. Um, what was he like in big games? And I also think, you know, if Ohio State fans want to watch a, a game or two to kind of figure out and, and get a, a, a gist of who he is, what, what would good games from the last year be to watch? Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I would encourage you to watch the last two years. Because, again, the playmakers that K-State had in 23 were different than they had in 22. Um, again, knowing where where Buckeye Nation is in terms of how they view other college football programs, if you've never heard of a guy named Deuce Vaughn, that guy was a game changer. Um, he was awesome. Will, will K-State, I will tell you, had – if not the best, and the Bowers kid from Georgia's, yeah, that guy's a dude. If Ben Sennett isn't as good as that guy, he's right behind him, and he's going to play in the league. I, I think Ben Sennett could be a, a, a Gronkowski kind of tied end at the next level. Maybe not. He's not as tall, not as fast. But go back and look at the 22 games and then in the 23 games, okay? K-State lost four games this year. Oh my God! If that happened in Columbus, oh, let's run Ryan Day out. Oh my they God! Were, they would run. They'd run him out for less. If we're yeah, being they honest. lost two games, and they want to run him out. Let's tar and feather him. Now again, it's different because not everybody was there. I get that. Kansas State lost to Missouri on a sixty-one-yard field goal in Columbia. A sixty-one-yard field goal. <laughs> K-State scored 30 points, if I remember right. It's 30 points in Columbia, and that was the turning point for Mizzou. I don't want to say it was a turning point for K-State, but it stung because everybody thought, or I know I thought K-State would go in there and win. K-State lost in Austin after being down 20, lost in overtime, had a first and goal at the four and couldn't get it punched in. Missed a PAT, had a botched PAT, and missed a field goal. I think Texas was in the CFP playoff. Mm. Very white collar football team. I could get off on another tangent about the ridiculous play calls <laughs> in that one in the last two minutes when Texas had a gift and was inside the 20. Awful play calling. But case now, K-State lost in a snow game to Iowa State 
oh my god, terrible loss. Four inches of snow on the field. K State's defense played the worst I've seen it in play in maybe ten years that night. Um, but again, four losses, all by eight points or less, and to legit teams. Um, so offensively, don't just look at a one-year snapshot. Look at two because what Will Howard was when he stepped on campus in Manhattan to when he walked off the field that that snowy night after losing to Iowa State, um, light years ahead. Everybody knew he would be a player, but he wound up being much better than I thought he was going to be. All right. Well, I want to get you out of here with the dreaded the dreaded question that you didn't want to talk about. I, I know you didn't. No. You said, you said you didn't no. try the pop tart. No. Not to. What did the team? What did the team say about the pop tart? And what did you think of the whole gimmick in and of itself? <laughs> if I remember right, it was strawberry, and the guys, most of the guys, said it tasted okay. Um, I like food, but I don't want one thousand two hundred and twelve <laughs> hands in my food. That's fair. Um, the little the guy, I assume it was a guy, but the guy that played the pop tart was pretty funny. Um, was he was he like talking, or was he just being funny, like with what he was doing? No, I think he was talking too. He had the oh, he had good. the white hat busted up a couple of times. And Larry Smith's a Big Ten ref. Um, that was a Big Ten crew that we had in that ball game, and I think he did a couple of things that maybe he shouldn't have done pertaining to the coaches, <laughs> and maybe some things that he said supposedly. <laughs> I stayed I stayed away from the dude. Uh, those things kind of creep me out sometimes. Sure. Um. It, it is what it is. I mean, that I want to know how much that guy got paid to stand on top of the toaster <laughs> and drop down in and, and so forth and so on. But it was I would a have paid was to do it. My, yeah. I, well, I was going to say, my my take on the whole thing was like, nobody had a better bull season than Pop-Tarts because they announced that mascot like months ago and people were talking about it. They're like, oh, what's this going to be? And then people were waiting for the video yep. that went viral of, the, of him jumping in and the Pop-Tart coming out. They were waiting desperately for that. I, I literally went to the gas station the other day and I was like, you know what? I'm craving Pop Tarts because I've been talking about this this damn Pop Tart bowl for a couple of months. So um, I'll tell you the, the I give them all sorts of credit for creative. Yeah. And when I think about the the time I've spent with you two, Spencer and Nick, my guess is of the two of you, Nick would play the Pop Tart dude and Spencer, you would not. Yeah. <laughs> I would. I'd be the fattest Pop Tart you ever saw, but <laughs> damn it, I'd pull it off. <laughs> I'd be the one who wanted to eat the Pop-Tart at the end. Yeah. I would definitely try it. That'd be me. All right. That's a little incestuous for a podcast there, Spencer. Maybe talk to your therapist about that. Um, Matt, really great stuff, man. Appreciate your time. You did this on short notice today. We appreciate that, man. And uh, listen, that is a hell of a program. The uh, coach is a hell of a coach, and we're excited to see what K-State does in the future. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you, um, guys, I appreciate the invite. Uh, no problem on Short notice, you know, K-State and Iowa State played in a bowl game not too terrible long ago uh, out in Arizona. And being living in Kansas my whole life and being a K-State guy, um, the, the, the journey for Kansas State to get to play a team like Ohio State and some of the others, it was awesome to play NC State last, last week. But um, why don't you – you guys, I think, carry a little bit of weight and, and have some moxie. Let's do a home and home. Okay. I, I'll say a home up. and home lined up. Yeah, I love it. Because, and here's why I say it, and I'm being selfish, because the one time that I was in Columbus, Ohio, was a, in the summer, and there was little kids' football stuff going on at the shoe. And the people I were with, um, 
couple of baseball friends, we wanted to get a tour of the shoe. We just wanted to step inside, step on the turf. I'm not going to begin to tell you how we got treated. Mm. Do we have to talk to people? Yes. <laughs> All right. So let's get a home and home done. I want I like you guys it. to come see what it's like here in Manhappiness and the little apple. Cause we do it right. We tailgate as good, if not better than anybody in America. So, uh, and I'll tell you what, I will, I will take care of the two of you. If that happens, now, you won't have to pay hotel. Oh. You can stay at what I call I poverty bottoms. If you come to Manhattan. All right. It's I do. I, so here's the thing. You're making a fat man uh, drool over here. I got to know what's the tour de force. When I go to, when I go to um, man happiness, as you called it, I got to ask what's at the, the, the tailgate there. What am I noshing on? Anything from um, the right answer. cheeseburgers to it depends breakfast, but also some, some damn good barbecue. That's what I was. I was waiting for the barbecue. That's what I was waiting for. I love and the sound I, of that. Nick, hey Nick, I want to tell you something. My my wife and I, we have the greatest dog on the planet. He is an old English bulldog, and you drool worse than he does. Uh, it, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I haven't had an I haven't had an ounce of sugar since Sunday. So right, if if that pop tart was walking through my <laughs> living room right now, I'd go carnivore on his ass. He would not stand a chance. I, I just wanted to say, Matt, I, I don't know your dog yet, but he sa- he already sounds – I would take him over Kirk's dog, I think. Oh, he's an old English bulldog, 71 <laughs> pounds, and he would he would take out Herb Street's dog any day of the week. I love it. For a I second, I thought it. Spencer was saying he would take the bulldog over me, and I was about to get oh, pretty no. off here. I don't know if I could he do did, a good podcast said, with a dog. but It goes without saying. He did say that. Yeah, dogs are better than me. I've always said that. Matt, great stuff, buddy. Appreciate right. you. Appreciate you, man. Boys, boys, take care. Yeah, we'll Thank take you, you up on that offer. If it happens, we'll we'll be Soon. there. Sure. Yeah, let's hope. Appreciate Good you, man. my man.